If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. I love just trying to think of that connection. Every dollar out should be able to be tied to and connected to an actual tangible result, which is hopefully money in. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? <laughs> no way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. Starting, running, or scaling a business requires three things among a million others, time, energy, and money. Money. Like, it can be a taboo subject at times, and we all need money to survive. It's this fundamental part of our lives, yet it can make even the most confident humans among us get a little squirmy to talk about openly with anyone and everyone. But if you know me, you know I think these types of topics are the ones that we need to lean into and be talking about more loudly. I'm the kind of gal who hates small talk. Like, I hate it. Please never talk to me about the weather. But instead, I would rather dive into the biggest challenge you're facing or the hardest thing you've gone through or the weird thing you're wildly passionate about or your financial goals at the moment. I know these don't always feel comfortable to discuss, especially in a public forum, but they're important pieces of the puzzle of life. And the more we can share our own experiences with them, right or wrong, good or bad, the less taboo and weird it becomes to learn from one another and to share our stories. When it comes to running a business, the money topic can get even more funky. We hear entrepreneurs touting their six or seven figure businesses. But I always wonder if that's six figures in sales or is it six figures in revenue? What do their expenses look like? How did they get there? What are they actually selling? I think if we're going to share the successes, we should also share the process, the strategies, the realities and behind the scenes. And so today I want to talk about money in another light. Now, sometimes on the topic of money in your business, it isn't about adding more or building more revenue streams or offers to your product suite. 
Oftentimes, it can be about finding ways to save on your expenses and how to be smart with your spending. And so today, we're going to talk about five ways to do just that, to save more money in your business, to keep your financial game and gain strong. Are you ready? Let's dive on in. Have you ever wished you had an on-demand mentor that could provide advice on how to improve your customer experience or scale your business? Well, HubSpot's got you covered. Introducing the HubSpot Podcast Network. It's a one-stop audio destination for business professionals looking for education and inspiration on how to grow better. With access to a collection of marketing, sales, service, and operations shows, you'll have all the information you need as your company goes from startup to scale up and beyond. Listen, learn, and grow with the HubSpot Podcast Network at hubspot.com slash podcast network. First on the list, don't delay getting an expert in your business to advise you financially. Now, I know this sounds like it could be more money out the door because you're paying a professional to help manage and oversee your money. But here's what I do promise. I promise that having someone well-versed in entrepreneurship and finance in your court will actually save you money in the long run. They'll know particulars for what you can write off for taxes, what systems to use to track your profits and your losses, how to make the most of your investments, and they simplify often tricky things like taxes or paying contractors or employees. One of the most common mistakes business owners make with their finances is trying to manage them on their own. I've been a TurboTax girl myself in the past, so I know what you might be thinking. Sure, maybe you took a high-level finance course in college and totally aced it. And if that's you, bravo. But that doesn't mean you're fully equipped with tools and education the way a bookkeeper or an accountant or a financial advisor is in order to find specific holes and opportunities in your financial status to make sure all of your I's are dotted and all of your T's are crossed. In other words, it's easy for us regular old non-finance folks to overlook certain financial mistakes like not paying quarterly taxes and then getting penalized later on simply because we just don't know any better. And I don't know about you, but the thought of managing it all and doing it all correct freaks me out. Like I imagine the IRS knocking on my door. If I didn't have the right advisors and accountants in my life, I'd be terrified all the time. And that fear can eat away at your confidence, at your productivity. So trust me, this is where financial professionals come in. And I can all but guarantee that they'll save you money down the road. And if not saving you money, which I think they will, they'll save you stress and they'll help you have confidence. So if you're the kind of person who only looks at your numbers when you're frantically pulling them for tax season, which, hello, I think is a lot of us, including myself just a few years ago, then you can and should do whatever it will take to be able to look at your numbers every single month in terms of profit and loss. Hiring a bookkeeper can help you keep a pulse on your spending and your sales on a monthly basis, and that in and of itself can give you a read on ways to recalibrate or opportunities for you to expand. Other things like learning about tax exemptions and deductions can save you a ton of money over time and give you a financial strategy to follow with confidence. And being aware of these things can help you invest thoughtfully and thoroughly, knowing that you have a financial partner to help your dollar go as far as it possibly can. Now, side note, 
I say all of this while also fully admitting that I used to be the person who desperately tried to do it all by myself. I didn't even have a bookkeeper until just a few years ago when I hired my accountants to do my books and itemize every single dollar in and dollar out. And when I did that, it changed the game for me, like hands down, absolutely changed everything. And so now I can compare expenses and profits with months past and even years past and look into specific categories of my expenses and income from payroll to programs to my own education. It's honestly so helpful to have this organized look at where we've grown and adjusted things so that we can continue leaning into the things that work and affect our bottom line the greatest. I also asked my accountant, and if you don't do this, you totally should, I asked them to send me three things that they're noticing each month in terms of our numbers, whether it's a trend, something they're wondering, how we're forecasting, and just hearing kind of their thoughts or their observation helps me keep a pulse on how we're doing and where we're at financially every single month without getting lost or obsessing over the numbers myself if I don't fully understand them. So when looking for an accountant, you want to just find someone that's really well-versed in your type of business structure and someone who understands your industry. The better educated they are in your arena, the better they can counsel you and know different tax benefits that can work in your favor. Since my business has drastically changed since my service-based photography days, my accountants have had to pay closer attention to different tax laws or things that would impact a more digital business. But having an accountant who is willing to and can grow with you is really important. So if you're looking for where to start, I'd first ask for local referrals from other business owners or just do a simple Google search for your specific type of business structure and accountants that serve those types of businesses in your area. Having a financial team around you helps money feel less intimidating and entrepreneurship less confusing, and it gives you a more holistic approach to running a business with confidence. So trust me on this one. Let's start there and you'll thank me later. So the second way to save more money is to pause auto pay and to dig into your statements for a month or two each and every year. The other day, my credit card had a fraudulent charge on it and I was so bummed out. I sat on the phone with my credit card company and when they told me I had to change my card number and wait for a new one to come in the mail, I automatically thought of all the things that I'd have to change that are on auto pay or connected to that card, which by the way, I choose to use a credit card for all of my business expenses, one, to keep things separate from personal, but two, to also get rewards and perks like frequent flyer miles. At this rate, I could fly around the world like 10 times for all the miles I have, but it's just a way to take advantage of perks offered for your spending and to keep everything separate. So that's what I do for my business. But anyways, all of this to say, I am the auto pay queen because obviously it makes life so much easier to have our bills and our subscriptions automated without having to manually enter in your payment or risk being late and getting a penalty. I mean, auto pay is like this godsend yet. It can also be this super sneaky way to let some unnecessary expenses add up and go unnoticed if you're not keeping track every once in a while. So if you take my advice from part one and hire a bookkeeper, this won't be as big of a deal for you. But if you're not at that stage yet or ready, then listen up to this tip. Take a look at your monthly credit card statement or bank statement and go through all of your monthly charges once a quarter to make sure that you are utilizing all of the programs and subscriptions you're paying for. 
You can also take this opportunity to look for areas that you might be able to negotiate or find solutions that might help you consolidate your needs. So beyond just your business expenses, this is a huge financial tip. Like for example, did you know that you can combine multiple school loans into one payment or even negotiate credit card debt? Like it's true. Credit Karma broke down how to negotiate a crazy high credit card bill in an article on their website. Here's the abbreviated version, but I'll link to the full article in the show notes for today's show too. So step one, understand how much you owe on different credit cards and what their different interest rates are. Step two, explore the options for negotiating, whether it's asking for a lower interest rate, removing past late fees, asking for a lump sum settlement lower than the outstanding balance, or doing debt management or settlement. Step three, know that each option comes with risks and you might not be able to get your debts forgiven or deferred, but honestly, it never hurts to ask. Step four, reach out to your credit card company or a settlement company to negotiate and document every conversation you have. And step five, make sure you get the final outcome in writing. Now, of course, this should only be done in extreme cases where your debt is insurmountable and you truly need that extra support. In many cases, people can simply save money and reduce their monthly credit card bill by cutting out excess costs like memberships, subscriptions, and monthly or annual payments that they don't actually need or use. For example, the other day, Drew called DirecTV because our DirecTV bill like doubled and we were out of our quote trial period. And so he called them to say that we were going to switch to a different provider and his 30 minute phone call saved us over $500 for the year. So, I mean, it's a thing. You can negotiate just about anything from your garbage removal services to your Wi-Fi. It's definitely worth trying. And I feel like a lot of companies now have better practices in place after last year when people were really strapped for cash. So beyond just looking at your cable bill, the same can go for business tools, systems, apps on your phone and software that might have low monthly costs, but that do add up over time. So when you're analyzing your monthly bill and you're seeing all of these auto payments happening, you want to see if there are any free options for tools that you're currently paying for that would work for your needs just as well. So one example here is Canva. We use and love Canva for so much of our graphic design needs. I literally have like four Canva windows open as we speak. And what's cool is, is that they have a free version as well as a paid membership. So for many people who use it infrequently for a graphic here or there, you can likely get by with a free version that doesn't have all the bells and whistles and features of the paid one. There are so many companies that have free light versions that can usually help you get by. And there are also things like free trials or different digital programs and softwares that are the light versions if you're bootstrapping and you need to cut back on expenses. But step one for this part of the process is just to take an inventory. Maybe create a document with all the softwares you're subscribed to or paying for and note what you use them for, what you need them for, and then make sure that you do in fact use them all. Cancel any that you don't need. See if there's any ways to consolidate things. If there's a better all-in-one solution that can maybe remove some of your other subscriptions, do a little bit of research, but this is a great way to save money in your business. If you've reached a point in your business where a customer relationship management platform is necessary to keep growing to the next level, well, you'll want to work with a CRM that's simple and seamless to implement and use. HubSpot's powerful CRM platform is easy to adopt, which leads to better data, richer insights, and a bigger impact on customer experience. 
Tools like HubSpot's contact timeline give you the historical context you need to get work done and connect with customers. And because all of your customer data is in one place, it can serve as a single source of information about each customer's history with your brand. Past conversations, messages, all of it. And you can take action right from the contact timeline. Make a call, enroll a contact in a sequence, schedule a meeting, and more. And if you're on the go, you can use the HubSpot mobile app. Super key for our constantly evolving online businesses. Learn more about how you can scale your company without scaling complexity at HubSpot.com. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. The third way to save money in your business is to assess your team or maybe even build a team if you don't currently have one. That's right. Hiring can actually help you save money. If you're spending all of your time on mundane or time-consuming tasks that don't really add to your bottom line, well, that's taking away time from where you could be working on projects to boost your revenue. It's totally normal for you to wear all the hats and play all the roles when starting out. But as your business grows, it might be time for you to start hiring help or outsourcing more. There are going to be clear places where you shine and tasks in your business where you flop. Like that's just the honest reality of entrepreneurship. So start to take an inventory on the things that are taking you way too long to complete or the tasks that you never actually get accomplished. Those will likely be the first things you want to get off of your plate to protect your time and focus it on things that only you can do or things that actually move the needle the most. By hiring team members to handle the tasks you're not good at or don't want to do or don't need to be doing, you can actually spend time on the growth pieces of your business. When I talk to other former solopreneurs who eventually hired a team, they all say the same thing. Hiring the right people allowed them to double or triple down on their efforts and increase their revenue. On the flip side now, if you have an assistant or a team already and feel like all your money is going towards payroll or contractor expenses, it might be time for you to look at and adjust or make some tweaks. You essentially want every dollar out, specifically on payroll, to be investing in things that actually yield tangible results for your brand or business. 
If the expense is weighing on you, look and see if there's an opportunity to cut back on hours, to combine tasks, or add or subtract from their role based on the results so that you're not spending quite so much on team expenses. Can you systemize any processes to save time for your team members? It's important to be looking into this. I love just trying to think of that connection. Every dollar out should be able to be tied to and connected to an actual tangible result, which is hopefully money in. And so when you look at and you assess, how is my team doing or how is my assistant doing? Are they contributing to efforts that really impact the bottom line? It can really help you get clear on what their role is in your company. And it can help you evaluate if you have the right positions in place, if you're having them work the right amount of hours. And I mean, it can get a little sticky sometimes, but here's the thing. Most contractors go into freelance work for the flexibility of it. And if you are a good boss or a good leader, people understand that hours and responsibilities might shift. So you need to do what is best for your business and your overhead and adjusting team roles and hours might be one easy way to do just that. Number four, look at your advertising costs and track the return on investment. Hands down in this business, our biggest expense along with payroll is our advertising costs. It's no surprise that ad costs can add up and quickly if you're not careful. If you're seeing an awesome conversion rate from your ads, meaning what you're investing is yielding a greater return than awesome, you might not want or need to touch them. Though, I always think there are opportunities to investigate how you can optimize your ads. However, if you're investing in marketing and it's not converting well or you're not right side up or if you're unsure if your paid ads are truly doing what they should be doing, I want for you to track these efforts obsessively and dive really deep into your return on investment to make sure that your ads are optimized and profitable. So we choose in my business to do things a little bit backwards, but this is actually where I recommend if you're not currently doing paid ads, but you want to be, we invest more in getting leads than in driving sales, because I think it's so important to grow the know, like, and trust factor. And we want to lead our relationship with a new subscriber with serving them first before we ever go to sell. It doesn't make sense to hit someone who's never heard of me, who doesn't know my area of expertise, who might not even be interested in what we have to sell and try to get them to just purchase something. So instead, we want to give them a free resource, get them free results. And what's so cool is, is in doing this, we're investing less money up front because we trust in our ability to grow that relationship. And so we're bringing someone into our ecosystem and it gives us that chance to get them results before they ever have to invest in anything. And we always focus on running ads to things that leave us right side up, meaning you don't want to invest more than you make. So we invest in growing our email list and most of our opt-ins or freebies convert for under a dollar, meaning we invest $1 or less per new subscriber to my email list. And then when we go into launches, we focus more on retargeting people who are already interested. We want warm traffic. We don't want to try to sell to someone who's a stranger. We want to serve people and build up that relationship and build up their knowledge and get them results. And not only is this method more cost-effective, I personally believe it's a way better way of marketing. And so when we look at our ad costs and our conversion costs or our return on investment, 
We're constantly looking at how we can optimize our ads and make them better and reach the right people with the right message. And so if you are currently investing in ads and you're like, okay, how do I save money doing this? Sometimes all it takes to make your ads more effective is a simple tweak of the image or the messaging or changing up your call to action. And other times you might just have to change up the offer itself. Certain things can convert really well and other things just flop. That's just the way paid ads go. And so it's important with paid ads to test out many different iterations of media from images to videos, copy to headlines and figure out what's working and what's not. And you don't want to get too comfortable when something works because we are finding out things are constantly changing. So it's something you really want to keep a pulse on, especially if you have money going out. So if you're spending, if you're at this place where you're like, oh man, I am spending more money than I'm bringing in with ads, you might want to cut back on your ad budget or just pause your paid ads altogether while you double down on free organic outreach efforts or while you dissect and figure out and troubleshoot why they're not converting for you. But here's the thing. This is an opportunity for you to explore and get super creative with other ways that you could be showcasing your offers using organic strategies like social media, email lists, collaborations, giveaways, challenges, Facebook groups, and more. There's so many different ways that you can market for free until you're ready for paid ads or until you figure out how to make your paid ads convert. The thing is, is that you want to ensure that wherever you are investing time, money, and energy, you're tying those efforts and resources directly to a result. Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. On top of my many titles as mom, entrepreneur, and creative, I've also added host. Drew and I host on Airbnb on our favorite island in Hawaii. We started hosting as a way to make some extra income, and we've had such an easy breezy experience. Now we host year after year, and it's been a fantastic side hustle. Not to brag, but we've also been crowned Airbnb Superhost several times, so we are really killing the game. It's about having spaces we can enjoy as a family while creating memorable experiences for our guests, and it helps that we earn a little extra cash on the side. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay, finally, the last one. 
The last way to save more money in your business is to use a project management tool. Maybe you're thinking, wait, again, Jenna, you're telling me to spend money. How is this going to save me money? And truth be told, I wasn't using one myself until two years ago. And ever since we've implemented ours, we found that as a team, we are so much more efficient with our time, our communication, and our resources. And we all know that time equals money. And wasted time is pretty much equivalent to money down the drain. I can't tell you how many hours upon hours I wasted trying to track down random Google Docs with some project or looking for a specific piece of copy for a launch before we used our project management tool. And we actually love Monday. It's called monday.com. I was super, super resistant to a project management tool because I personally felt like it would be more limiting for my creative brain. And I worried that the notifications would stress me out. But here's what happened. The opposite happened. Having a to-do list that is digital is the best thing ever. And having my team all on one system so that I can always know where the business is at, what we're working on, where we're at with a project, it's so invaluable and it saves so much time and communication. So if you have a lot of moving pieces in your business, or even if you're just a solopreneur, getting a system like this set up can absolutely save you time and money. We use it from launches to products to team members trying to coordinate and collaborate together. We do time off requests in there. Like if you're not using a tool to keep things organized and streamlined, I promise you, you are leaving money on the table. Your time should never be spent searching for hours or recreating duplicates of something you know has already been created, and your team shouldn't have to spend their time this way either. So if you want to try Monday, which is what we love, go to jennalovesmonday.com. That's jennalovesmonday.com for a free trial and more information about why we love this platform. And while it is a monthly expense, I promise you it will save you money, stress, and time down the line. And I feel like it gives you that peace of mind too, to know that what you're working on is actually moving the needle. For us, having a tool to keep our projects systemized generally results in higher productivity, which of course pays for itself. And it can help you and your team save time by knowing everything that they need is all inside of one platform in an easy to find place, eliminating the need for a bunch of emails or Zoom calls or pointless meetings, which let's be honest, we hate meetings that should have been an email or better yet, that should have been just saved in your project management system. All right. See what I mean? Like money doesn't have to be that bad to talk about, especially when it comes to saving money. I think we could have tons of conversations around how to save more money. And in case you didn't notice, the theme here isn't always cutting costs. When it comes to saving money in your business, many times that also equates to saving you and your team's time. While we all know to look at money as our currency, time is also a currency. And in fact, it's the one I value the most because it's the one that we cannot earn more of. While we could all do a better job saving more money, we've also got to acknowledge that old adage, you've got to spend money to make money can be true, especially when it comes to entrepreneurship. Sometimes that also means investing in something like a contractor, a virtual assistant, or an accountant so that you can get that time back and be more informed about your finances, saving you money in the long run. Remember, entrepreneurship is a marathon. It's not a sprint. So much of financial wisdom isn't about rash decisions or quick fixes. It's about making strategic choices now that will compound and make a return in the future. 
small, simple changes like hiring a team so you can spend more of your time on the needle moving pieces of your business or using a project management tool to cut back on wasted time will allow you to stay in the flow of your zone of genius and continue making progress towards your revenue goals. And at the end of the day, that is all we can aim for. Gold Diggers, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals, and I cannot wait to see how you find ways to save more money. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home, and thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.